Say this with me. Say, my father, my father has a covenant, has a covenant. With, me. with me. In that covenant, In that covenant is, prosperity is prosperity and health, health. Prosperity, for my soul. prosperity for my soul. See, that's three different areas right there. Amen. Well, glory be to God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We've got a foundational scripture that we've been looking at every week. We've been talking about prosperity for the last, I don't know, six, seven, maybe eight weeks even. And we're going to go for another six, seven, maybe eight weeks. I'm not sure how long the series goes, but you know what? When? Till the end of December. Praise the Lord. That's a long time to be camped out on something, but you know what? To walk in something, we have to make deposits. We have to make a deposit. And even after we've made the deposit, we still have to go back. Is there anybody here taking notes? Raise your hand if you're taking notes. Okay, praise the Lord. Well, you know what? In a month, or well, in February, go back and look at your notes on prosperity. In, in uh, say, next, next month, middle of end, middle to the end of November, go back and look at your notes on healing. Amen. All right? Because we have to continually feed ourselves and build our faith up in these areas. Amen? Amen? So 3 John verse 2 says this, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as to the same degree that your soul prospers. That's, like I just said, that's three different areas to prosper. In the area of our soul, health for our bodies, and the manifestation of wealth outward. The the prosperity outward is uh, cars, plural, It's gold, it's silver. It's flocks, it's herds. It's houses. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had houses? Okay. And if somebody uh, moved in from Georgia or somebody moved in from Oklahoma. Okay, you know? Hey, you know what? I got an empty place over here, man. Until y'all get on your feet, come on in, let me bless you. That's what it's, right? How much of a blessing would that be? How much of a blessing would that be to just bless somebody? For our soul to prosper, our faith must be fed in every area. Finances, healing and health, in our relationships, every area, every area. For protection is part of, you know what? Being protected is part of our covenant. Safety is part of our covenant. Finances are part of our covenant. Health is part of our covenant. So we've, for our soul to prosper, our faith must be fed in every area. Then we must use our faith in every area so we can grow in every area. We must be fed a balanced diet. You know, 
so many times we have uh, ministry lines. Not here, other places. And a lot of times, so often, you see the same people coming up for the same issues. Mm. Folks, we have to grow. We have to grow in our soul. We have to grow. It's called being a doer of the word. Become a doer of the word. Don't don't look in the mirror and walk away from it and and then forget who you are. That's what's so great about Wednesday nights. It, It really is. I mean... Man, we get the word. We lay a foundation. We build the walls. We might even put a roof on it. Just saying. (laughs) But if you don't finish it out, if you don't hang the sheetrock, if you don't put a floor in, if you don't paint the walls, if you don't put the cabinets in, if you don't put a new refrigerator and stove in and put silverware in the drawers. It's unfinished. That's that's why I said, for those of you that take notes, and if you don't take notes, bless God, start taking notes. It's it's true. It's true. I'm, I'm pretty... For those of you that know me, I, you know, I promised my wife I would stay calm, cool, and collected tonight. All right? For those of you that know me, know how hard that is for me. Because, <laughs> well, I'm cool, but I'm not calm, and I'm not collected. All right? <laughs> this, this coat says, you know, it says everything. This coat is me, man. I was going to wear a different coat, kind of go a little conservative a little bit. It's like, nah. The, the, the other coat I was going to wear, it looked like a blanket on me, so I was like, no, I got I to gotta be me. Anyway, 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 I, I put this coat on the couch back in the green room, and it blended right in. It's like, it did. What can I say? But, but if, you don't, if you don't finish it out, If you don't continue, if you don't continue, go to John 15, 7. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, Ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. To abide means to stay in a given place. It means to live there. Nobody wants to live in a house that's unfinished, do they? No. So so back to what we initially were talking about there. Finish your house. Stay, Stay in it. Pardon me. Live there. And you'll begin to grow fruit. You'll begin to grow fruit. An outward manifestation of an inward condition. Amen. An outward manifestation of an inward condition. 
without doing that, we'll never walk in what God wants us to walk in. We never will. However, if you do, if you do stay there, and, it's in, in, you know, unfortunately, it's not a Wednesday-Sunday thing. It's not a Wednesday-Sunday thing. We have to get in there. We have to root around in the Word. We have to dig. Okay? We have to get in there and get after it. We have to continue. It's a lifestyle. It's not Wednesday, Sunday. It's not even Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. It's Monday through Sunday. We never quit seeking him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to us. Study time is precious. God time is good time. By, by spending, by just turning everything off and getting quiet with him. Amen. Can't put a price tag on that. Hashtag priceless. Amen. It's true. It's true. Because every time, every time you go to him, he will meet you. Every time. Every time. We're talking about our covenant of prosperity. To prosper means to succeed in business affairs, to grow or increase to advance, to flourish, to thrive. For those of you that are taking notes, I'll say that again. To prosper means to succeed in business, to grow or increase, to advance. Anybody, well, I'll finish this, to flourish and to thrive. Anybody feel like they've, well, in times past, maybe, you know, maybe now, I don't know. Just going around the same mountain? Going around the same block? It's because you're not prospering. Dig in there. Put your, put your good work boots on. Dig in. Don't let go. Don't let, doesn't matter what happens. Don't let go. Say this, I'm not going to let go. Ever. There's an inward prosperity, that's our soul. And an outward prosperity, you can see it. We talked about it already, new cars, new houses, nice suit, motorcycles, I plural motorcycles because I have two. Yeah. Now I'm working on getting three, I just got to get my wife on board. Motorcycles, gold, silver, flocks, herds. If Abraham had plural, why can't we? We must quit talking poor and acting broke. We must quit talking poor and acting broke. Say, I must quit talking poor and acting broke. 
Now, that's not a license to run everything up on a credit card. But I must quit talking poor and acting broke. When you take your bride out for dinner, don't look to the right column first. Poor equals no vision. What's God's vision for you? God's vision for you, I wish above all things, above everything, that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then... You shall make your way prosperous. Then you shall have good success. When we prosper in our souls, we begin to see ourselves coming up. Coming up. It's not a lottery. It's step by step. It's progressive. We begin to see ourselves coming up and coming out, prospering. Having enough so we can be a blessing. Giving to every good work. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. You know, in the last few weeks, we've looked at the God of Abraham. We've looked at the God of Isaac. We've looked at the God of Jacob. We saw when we looked at the God of Abraham. Not, we, not looking at Abraham, looking at the God of Abraham. No poverty or brokenness in El Shaddai. No poverty or brokenness in Jehovah Jireh. Was there? None. El Shaddai, the many-breasted one, that's what that means. Full supply, nourishment, satisfaction. I'll say it again. The many-breasted one. Many sources of supply. Hallelujah. Not just one source of supply. Many sources of supply. A full supply. Not, 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 just, not just enough to get your bills paid. Amen. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. I heard this statement a few weeks ago. And it said this, or the the statement was this. Your wallet will will never be bigger than your heart. If it's for you, you've missed the point. You've missed the gospel. If it's only for you, you've missed the gospel. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah, the self-existing one, Jireh will see ahead. So Jehovah Jireh means God has prevision. He sees the need and then he provides it. How, you know what, if I went around the room here and we asked 
How many times has God seen your need and provided? I guarantee you, we would all raise our hand. Amen. It's true. It's absolutely true. Let's look tonight at the God of Israel. God's first covenant people. Supernatural wealth transfers, while uh, Pastor Rick spoke on last week. And we're going to look at a little bit more of that. Our covenant includes stuff. Say that. My covenant includes stuff. Good stuff. Not broke down stuff. And all the wives with broken wash machines said, Amen. Or, or all the guys with, 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 with broken cars held together with baling wire and duct tape said amen. There's a, lot, there, there's a lot of it out there. Why? Because they don't believe in prosperity. They don't be- it's true. Genesis 15. You know, back in Genesis uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. God's telling Abram, I'll bless you. I will bless you. And I will make you a strong people. I will bless you. 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 I will empower you to prosper. I will bless you. I'm going to bless you. Takes all the pressure off Abram. Takes all the pressure off me. It's not up to me. It's up to my covenant keeping God. Amen. Amen. My job is to seek Him. My covenant with God includes great wealth. Great wealth. Big wealth. Big old hunks of gold. Sacks of silver. Does anybody here own gold right now? I do. I do. You need to buy gold. You need to buy silver. Because it's part of our covenant. Unless somebody walks up and gives you a bag of gold. Which, praise God, that could, that could certainly happen. You know, I saw this thing on Facebook here, uh, probably within the last month. This guy was doing a survey, and he had a candy bar, and he had a 10-ounce bar of silver. And he asked people, what do you want? You want a candy bar? You want a 10-ounce bar of silver? Okay? Now, um, a 10-ounce bar of silver would roughly be $200. Every one of them took the stinking candy bar. Every one of them that I saw, they took the candy bar. It's like, are you kidding me? They don't know. People don't know. We don't say, well, don't say this. We don't know. We don't know prosperity the way that God wants us to know about prosperity. We have a covenant 
with a covenant-keeping God. And he desires that we prosper. He desires that we be in health. He desires that our soul prospers. So when somebody offers us a a chocolate candy bar or a 10-ounce bar of silver, we have the wisdom enough to go, yeah, I'll take the silver. I mean, to me, that's a no-brainer, man. It's like, how many candy bars can you buy with 200 bucks? I mean, you know, it's like, good Lord. And in 10 years, that bar, that bar of silver could be 300. Silver right now is like 1760. Gold is at about 1268 an ounce. $1,268 per ounce. So, if, so I, started, I started buying gold when it was $800 an ounce. My, and it's been up as much as 1600. My money's doubled. But I didn't start buying gold just on a whim. It was by the Holy Ghost that I started buying gold, gold and silver. But is God prospering me? It's God prospering me. You know what? I missed something here. I've got a testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, right? Yeah. I, uh, I really wanted to share this with you, so I'm going to. Uh, I'd been on the road for about eight or nine days. Come in, got in late one night, wore completely out, you know, been here, been there, and just plum tuck, country plum tuckered out, all right? And so the next morning, Terry got up and went to work, and we had just moved into a new house, and everything in it was new and paid for. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. And I started at the front door. Well, it was this way. I started at the front door. And I was just going to thank God for everything that he had blessed us with. And I got it. There was a room about three feet down the hall. It was our office area. And And I said, Father... And as I said, Father, I started to get, to get weepy because his presence just showed up immediately. I said, Father, I just thank you for everything that's in this house, that's in this room. It's paid for, and I thank you for that. And I just, I just began to just worship and just praise him and thank him. And he said to me, there's more. Okay? And my response to that was, I... I know there's more, but I only want more of you. And he said, I know. That's why there's more. He said, I know. That's why there's more. And I just lost it. Because it's not about... uh, it's not about what we have or what we don't have. I always say this. When Jesus is all you need, you'll have everything you need. <laughs> it's true. That's the truth. A full supply. We lived in this house for, from 2003 to 2010. And in 2003, I've been riding motorcycles for a long time, but there was a place that they had just started building. And I used to ride my bike up in there. 
and I stopped and I looked at, and I looked at the requirements to, to build there. And we just moved in our house, but it, you know, I love looking at property and land and stuff. And, and I said this out, out loud. I could never live here. Because the requirements were way up above where I was at. Guess where I live? I, all, all I did was continue. All I did was continue. Living in him. Abiding in him. Praise God. Back to the... Let's get back over here. But that, that's all I did was follow after God. Excuse me. We're in Genesis 15, correct? Fifteen one. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. I am your shield, your abundant compensation, and your reward shall be exceedingly great. And then Abram goes on to, she starts talking about, well, I don't even have a kid to, to, to give my inheritance to and this and that. And God told him, well, go outside and look at the stars. If you can number those stars, that's how many kids you're going to have. Verse 6 says, And he believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Then he said, uh, uh, and then God told Abram, he said, uh, uh, verse, verse 9, Take me a heifer and a she-goat and a ram and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. I'm just going to go through these pretty quick here because this is not my point here. Uh, and he said to Abraham, verse 13, And he said to Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and, and they shall serve them, and they shall afflict, afflict them 400 years. And also that nation whom they serve will I judge. And afterward shall they come out with great substance. The Amphide says, uh, great possessions. That's an outward manifestation of wealth. Sooner or later, we got our, our, the blessing that's on us and our covenant will produce. How? By faith. We have to use our faith. Verse 15. And they shall go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. Here's the deal. Our prosperity is to build the kingdom. We get to enjoy some of it too. Just like Abram did. Just like Abraham did. He had flocks and, you know, how many camels do you think that man had? 
How many Lamborghinis do you think that would translate into? Or Dodge Challengers, whatever it is you like, you know? How many Dodge Challengers do you think a herd of camels would translate into today? A lot. How many Mercedes do you think 1,500 head of camel would translate to today? A lot. Psalm 105. So we've, so, so we've just seen here that I will bring out that nation, your, your, your descendants, with great substance. Go to Psalm 105. Verse 37. He brought them forth with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among the tribe. Say, that's for me. That is, I don't know about you, but by goodness, that's for me. That is for me. I believe that. With every fiber of my being, I believe that. That is for me. The gold, the silver, the great possessions, the substance is for me. With every fiber of my being, I believe that. You can't convince me otherwise. You know, doesn't that sound? Could, could it be? Type in shadow? Could it be a type in shadow? God bringing his people out of Egypt, out of bondage, healing them, making them whole in every area of life, and filling their pockets full of gold. I tell you, God, God does not like empty pockets. He just doesn't. Because if you don't have any cash, you can't be a blessing to somebody. That's type and shadow of us coming out from underneath the curse. Of us accepting Jesus as our Savior. Being healed. Immediate. You know, salvation is a whole lot more than just we get to go to heaven. And float around on a cloud somewhere, right? It's deliverance. It's healing. It's prosperity. It's protection. It's safety. It's all of those things. And we've just barely tapped into it. As, as the church, we've barely tapped into it. I want to encourage you tonight. Stretch your faith. Stretch your faith. Get out of your comfort zone. Say this, I'm coming out of my comfort zone. I'm sick and tired of waking up sick and tired. Now, if you mean that, you'll do something about it first thing in the morning. Seriously. Seriously. Quit the whiny parties. Seriously. Rise up on the inside. 
Put your spirit man to You know what? Before you can ever stand up in your soul, before you can ever stand up in the natural world, you have to talk to your spirit man. Rise up! Rise up, spirit man. Rise up. Praise God. <laughs> you know. We we are so we're supposed to be so blessed. Because of the empowerment that the blessing is. Amen. We have a covenant That's right. with, with the God. Not a God. The God. Yeah. Not of the, the... Yeah, he's the God of the universe. But we have a covenant with the God that created the universe. Amen. My covenant is with my father who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Even if that was one, one cow on each hill, that's still a thousand cows. <laughs> I, I promise you there's more than one cattle on that hill. I promise you that. I'm not a math, uh, a math guy by any stretch, but, but if there was 500 cows... On each hill, on a thousand hills, what, what would that be? That be five five million cows. That's a, that's a lot of cows, and the, which translates to a lot of money. What have have you noticed that the attacks that we come under are financial and health? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? That's why it's so important that when we come here on Wednesday nights and we take our notes to revisit them. Continually feed your spirit man. Continually feed your spirit man. You know, most of us haven't missed a meal in a few days. Right? Right? can tell by looking at all of us here, we don't miss many meals. Nothing wrong with that. We're blessed. But what about our spirit, man? So you get one hot meal on Sundays from Pastor Justin, and that's it? Huh? Working out once a week doesn't do a whole lot for you. Eating once a week, man... You're going to be pretty dilapidated. You're going to be malnourished. You're going to be a stick man. And you don't want your spirit man to be a stick man. Okay. With, with, with my boots on, I'm 5'8". With, with my cowboy boots, I'm 5'8". I'm a little guy. And I, and I just got back down to my fighting weight of 165. All right? But my spirit man... Woo-hoo, baby, watch out. He's about 6'2". Buffed at 185, you know. <laughs> Why? Because Only because I feed him. Only because I work my faith. You can do the same thing. 
You can do the exact same thing. Turn off the voice. Turn off whatever show you watch. Take some time. God time is good time. It's true. So, our covenant gets attacked in the area of our finances and in the area of our health. I tell you, I've been broke before. I didn't have nothing. And I've been prosperous. Much better to be prosperous. Much better. Much better. If we have finances... We can, we can better serve God. Amen. Check this out. Say you've got, you know, 25 grand. Now, 25 grand is not a lot of money, but it's still a lot of money. Say in, say in, uh, in, South, in uh, South America, they have a need for a school, and, and the building costs in South America are crazy cheap. You build a school for $10,000. But if you don't have $10,000, God can't come to you and say, hey, you know what? I want you to finance this school down here in South America. It's $10,000. I, I, I want you to take care of that. Yes, sir. We don't have to have a building fund for a year. We don't have to send out partner letters. No, no, it's go, go, go. Bill, bill, bill. I got this. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. God has prospered me. God has prospered you. So then he can come to you and go, you know what? Hey, hey, Ronnie, I want you to take care of that. Uh, there's, a, there's a need over there in Miami. Uh, they, they need a youth thing. They, they need a new sound system for the youth. 7,500 bucks. Peel it right out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what our finances are for. Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. Any idea how much fun that would be? My gosh. Woo! Glory. Yes, sir. I'm telling you. How fun would that be? But we have to have the finances to be able to go and do that. It's part of our covenant. What about our health? We got plenty of money. God says, hey, I want you to go to Europe. I want you to go to Paris. I want you to go to South America. Lord, as soon as I get rid of this flu bug, no, no, I, no, I said I need you to go today. I need you to go to DFW and get on a plane today. I have a divine appointment for you Tomorrow. But I got the flu. Next. Well, God, I'll go. I've got, I've got, man, I can buy the ticket, God. But, but doctors say I got this heart condition. And I can't, I, I can't fly. That's our covenant being attacked. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's important to dig in. 
That's why it's important to, to take your notes and to revisit and to revisit. It's a lifestyle. Amen. It's a lifestyle. Right? Yeah. Say it. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a life with a covenant-giving God. Amen. Even when you don't remember the covenant, He does. Ah, glory. Anybody getting anything? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Go to Exodus chapter 3. Moses has just got his marching orders from God. He's been barefoot there at the burning bush. And he says, I want you to go down to Egypt and I want you to get my people out of bondage. Verse 20 says, so I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I shall do in it. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor. The favor of God. (laughs) Glory. Talk to Brother Joey about the, about the favor of God, right? Amen. Yeah. We've heard a lot about the favor of God around here. We should all be walking in, in a greater degree. Hallelujah. A favor. It's for us. Fa- say, favor is for me. Favor is for me. And I will give this people favor and respect in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be that when you go, you shall not go empty-handed. Amen. Hello? I'm going to bring you out, and you're not going empty-handed. But every woman shall insistently ask of her neighbor and of her that may be residing at her house jewels and articles of silver and gold and garments, which you shall put on your sons and daughters. You shall strip the Egyptians of belongings that are due to you. We're supposed to be stripping the world with transfer. They're saving it up for us. They just don't know it yet. To spoil, the King James says to spoil. And you shall spoil the Egyptians. To spoil means to snatch away. That's mine. Hear anything calling you? Is anything calling you? You bet it is. We just haven't had the spiritual fortitude, the intestinal fortitude to go get it. It's that is over. Say it's it ends tonight. Exodus twelve. Starting with verse 35. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. The Amplified Bible says they urgently asked, Hey, that's mine. That's mine. I'm getting out of here. You, you need to give that to me. That's mine. 
God has said that's mine. You need to give that to me. Because I'm about to get out of here. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they gave them what they asked. And they stripped the Egyptians of those things. That's a transfer. That's a transfer. Back to Exodus 6. Why? Why did he do that? Covenant. Verse 4. Exodus 6, verse 4. And I have established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. It's covenant, folks. It's covenant. It's covenant. Now let's go to to Leviticus 26. Watch this now. Starting with verse 3. Hallelujah. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase. And the trees of the field yield their fruit, and your threshing time shall reach to the vintage, and the vintage time shall reach to the sowing time. That means you're never running out. That means you're never running out. Say, I'm never running out. Ever again. I'm never running out. Ever, ever, ever. Never, never, never. I'm coming into my covenant. I'm walking in my covenant. I'm putting a demand on heaven. I'm putting a demand on the blessing. And I'm putting a demand on my covenant. That is prosperity. Never running out. You know. It's great that God comes to our rescue. It really is. He's really good at doing it. However, wouldn't it be nice, instead of needing a miracle once or twice a year, wouldn't it be great to be somebody's miracle? Wouldn't it be great to be somebody's miracle? To let the Holy Ghost speak to you. And go, this is what I want you to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me be the man with the pitcher in his hand to supply the need for Jesus. Let me be that guy. Not needing a miracle every year, but being somebody's miracle. Yes, Lord. It's 
Go to Deuteronomy chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7. I, th- I think they've moved that book in my Bible because I can't find it. Where is it? Chapter 7, verse 6. For thou art a holy people to the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people. Say, I'm special. I'm chosen. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth, you're special and you're chosen. Every one of us. You're special and you're chosen. Now the Lord did not set his love upon you nor nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people. For you are, were the fewest of all people. He's talking to the nation of Israel. But because the Lord loved you, and because you would keep the oath, would keep the covenant, which he had sworn to your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keeps covenant. Say, my God God. keeps covenant covenant. with me. me. He's a covenant-keeping God. Does your covenant include wealth? Yes, huge wealth. Huge wealth. So we can be a blessing. Yes, we get to enjoy it also. But it's huge wealth. Why? To build the kingdom. The, the, the blessing was the Abraham by covenant promise. Does this apply to the church, to us? You bet, you bet your last dollar it does. You bet your bippy. I don't know what a bippy is, but <laughs> bet on it. Galatians 3 says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Is that you? Are you in Jesus? Then the blessing is supposed to be on you. The blessing is supposed to be on us. Back to Deuteronomy. Verse uh, chapter 8. We're still talking covenant here. Uh, Verse 6, chapter 8, verse 6. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God brings thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of waters, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of 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 olive oil and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack 
anything in it. We're not supposed to be in lack. We have a covenant keeping God a blessing, the empowerment to prosper. That's supposed to be the church. Say, that's supposed to be me. I want you to say this. Say, my accounts are full. My savings account is full. My checking account is full. Why? Why? So I can be a blessing. So I can hear from the Holy Ghost. And be immediately obedient. Telling you what, when... when we get to that place, you talk about living large. Because it takes us out of the place of, being, of looking at us and looking at other people. Amen. Going, how can I help? What can I do? Lord, show me. Amen. Show me, Father. Amen. And, the, and I'll say this. Don't wait to have a million dollars before you make a million dollar difference. Don't wait. You got five dollars? You know what? To a homeless person, $5 means they don't have to stay on the street that night. $5 means they can get down here to the Union Gospel Mission and get a square meal and a place to stay that night. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Don't despise small beginnings with your sowing and giving. Because God gives seed to the sower. Right? Yeah. (sighs) Chapter 8, verse 17. Yeah, let's go back up here to verse 13. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, And now forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water. Who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint. Who fed thee in the the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee. Verse 17. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant, kingdom purpose, which he swears to thy fathers as it is this day. God, but God, but God, but God. I'm telling you, if you'll seek him with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your ways, you will, we will, we, as a group right here tonight, as a church, as the body of Christ, we will begin to walk in a way 
that we've only dreamed about. That we've only dreamed about. Because he's a covenant-keeping God. We're supposed to have it. We're supposed to be... You know, Pastor Rick said something last week about uh, he that wins souls is wise. You know what? My, our prosperity starts on the inside and manifests. That's why I read that verse in uh, Joshua chapter uh, 1, verse 8. Starts on the inside and then manifests itself out. Well, you know what? The world already has, most of them, already have the money. They're in debt up to their eyeballs. But they feel that they're doing a heck of a lot better than the church. And for the most part, they are. And then they, so they look at us. We're just, the church has been just as broke as they are. Just as sick as they are. Say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I, oh, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. With the silver and the gold. With great substance. I'm coming out. Hallelujah. Let me pray over you real quick. Father, I thank you. Oh, Father God, I just thank you and praise you. I love you. I thank you for this church. I thank you for these people. I thank you, Father God, that the word was sown tonight. I did the best that I could do, Father. And I just, I thank you for the, uh, for the, Opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity to minister thy word. I love you and praise you. And I thank you, Father God, that a deposit was made. I thank you that hearts were stirred. And I thank you, Father God, that this time next year, people will be at a different level. That people will be at a different level. Because of your covenant. Because of the blessing. Great substance and fullness and prosperity in every area of our lives. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.